Hello and welcome to episode 21 of Little Less Conversation. So, Amar, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm in a good mood today. Uh, well, I was in a good mood yesterday and today. And the first time that Arsenal hasn't ruined my weekend in a couple of weeks. So, uh, it's, you know, sun's out. Can't complain. Yeah, I was worried that I was going to have to do this week's episode on my own. I've got to be honest. Yeah, uh, I mean, before we even get into the uh, the North London derby, um, you know, we also can talk about the uh, the board draw that was Leeds and Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, do we have to? <laughs> I mean, <Honestly. laughs> it's, it's worth a mention of uh, of how boring it was. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily boring as such. I, I thought at times the first half was pretty end to end, but it's just the result was just disappointing and. The performance from Chelsea again was disappointing, and um, it's very reminiscent of uh, a few weeks ago when we played uh, Southampton and drew one all. Same sort of performance, just lacking that killer instinct in the final third. Yeah, I mean, is this uh, Tuchel's? Is he still unbeaten uh, in the Premier League, or he's still unbeaten? Full stop. Yeah, he's he's uh, unbeaten in all competitions. So yeah. You lot are going on some uh, some weird run. I'm not liking it. Uh, I don't like to hear I'm beating too often because uh, you know where that goes. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I caught, I did actually catch the game itself. Caught some of the highlights, and you know what? I thought Leeds actually were quite entertaining until Bamford went off injured. Yeah, like I said earlier, it was a bit bit end to end, and uh, you know they they hit the crossbar and they also had a goal ruled out ruled out for offside rightly so for offside and uh so there, there was that threat then they forced Mendy into a few really good saves as well in the second half so that they did bring that entertainment factor like they always do but um when you look you look at their their record and the amount of goals they concede as well we should be scoring against them there's no excuse yeah and it's not really like Leeds you know i think it's only their third nil nil um, this season so you know that tells you all really exactly and uh, it says a lot about what we we offered in the the final third uh, yeah it just wasn't yeah. good enough Mr 71 million pound man up front a uh, bit of a weird one but yeah I thought he was good I thought he's one of the better players Pulisic looked okay as well um, he had a slightly better performance than he's he's been uh, than, than has been in the past um, past few games but uh, yeah I think there's a lot of criticism for, for Ziyech and Chilwell and uh, I felt sorry for them a little bit because, I mean, especially Chilwell, he's trying he's trying his best and uh, I didn't think he was that bad, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, the fans obviously getting on their back a bit, but what can yeah. I say? I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, it's a draw nil-nil, but, you know, you're cementing that fourth place, really. I mean... I mean, I know your fans are getting on the backs, but is there a lot to be worried about? Probably not. It's, you know, a new manager just come in. Uh, you're fourth in the Premier League, still in, you know, Champions League. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think it's it's bad of the fans, really, because they're so hot to jump on a player when he's not performing well. And uh, it's just sad, really, because we're, we're getting good results. I mean, obviously, a draw against Leeds isn't the best, but um, we beat Liverpool, we beat Everton, beat Atletico, you know, haven't... Well, I think we've only conceded two goals mm. under two. So it's like, it's positive. And, you know, Mendy's clean sheets are racking up. And uh, he was he was one of the better players on, on the weekend, along with Rudiger, who was, again, solid. Um, so, yeah, the positives are there defensively. We just need to get things going up front, really. I think, yeah. And, uh, I think that might not happen until next season at this rate. 
Yeah, until you spend uh, money on uh, on a good striker, because uh, it's definitely not Werner. You can't blame Werner. He didn't even start. He came off the bench, but no, I'm only blaming him because he's just start. He's meant to be a stri- star striker, isn't he? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so right, it takes you to to fourth, and uh, well, I know a couple of teams below you've got you know some games in hand. So, but I think it was just still you know cementing that top four at the moment. We got away with it really because the teams around us, um, well below us, dropped points. So um, that was our saving grace. We actually gained a point on on three of our rivals. So yeah, all in all, not a ba- not a, not a great weekend, but not a bad weekend. So yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think you have us to thank really for uh, for taking some points off Tottenham because I think they were they were looking to catch you guys in the top four race as well. Yeah, you've done us a big favour there. And uh, <laughs> I know I said I'd take a draw last week because I, I thought that's how it'd go, but um glad you lot got the win. Yeah, so but I, to be fair, <laughs> I, was, um, I was pretty nervous before the game. Uh, and especially an hour before when you hear your star strike has been dropped for disciplinary <laughs> reasons. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you were awfully quiet before the game and uh, it's only when the Orba news dropped uh, that I heard something out of you. And uh, what, what did you make of that, the, him getting dropped? You know what? It's um, it's a funny one because if we had lost, you know, the blame would have been straight on Arteta and said, "Look, you know, he's he was apparently the reasoning was he was late to the match day, um, to the match day coach or the squad, whatever, to meet you know meet the players of the team." Um, I think it was the the, the, the pre match meeting he was late to. Yeah, the guy was. Uh, I've seen a video of him driving around Muswell Hill or something. So in his Lambos, <laughs> in the gold Lambo, yeah. Cruising down the street in my six four. He was. <laughs> Yeah, he was cruising around and he got stuck in traffic, so he was late. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, do you know what? It, fair play to Terry. You know, it, he's held up, you know, and I think it's not the first time he's, you know, we've seen that, you know, dis- disciplinary issues with like Gwenduzi, Saliba, um, you know, even Ozil at one point. Um, so, you know, he's sticking to his rules and he's, he's installing a principle, you know, and, and if you don't stick to the rules, uh, you get dropped. And um, yeah, Bamiyan paid the price for that on, on Sunday, but good thing it didn't hurt us because if it you know you know on the backside of that if we had lost it would have been like why didn't you just play your star striker you know he's, he's a bit late find him get on with it yeah but then again with him being the club captain as well it's not a good it's not a good sign is it really him taking that sort of attitude and turning up late uh, fair enough there might have been traffic but come on you know what you, you play every week um, this is the, probably one of your biggest games of the season uh, turn up five minutes early if you need to do you know what I mean but I, I don't know Luckily for you lot, it didn't didn't bite you in the backside. So yeah. No, uh, no. And I actually thought, you know what, we were the better team for eight, probably about 75, 80 minutes. Um, they did not, you know, they were just too defensive, typical Mourinho team, actually. Um, and just lacking a cutting edge. And only until the last 10 minutes, I was like biting my nails, pulling my hair out, I was thinking, shit, this I know where this is gonna go. And you know, there was a point where I think. Harry Kane hit that free kick at the end of the game. And I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, you know, we got so lucky here. Uh, but we did deserve to win. Yeah, I think on, on a whole, I do agree. You you played better over the, the 90 minutes. And they didn't offer, you're right, they didn't offer much in the first 80 minutes of the game. Bar that um, ridiculous Rabona finish from uh, Lamella. Other than that uh, potential goal of the season candidate, there was not much else that they offered. Look what he did. He's taking the piss, blood. He's actually taking the... Bro! Bro, look. He done a trick shot. Yeah, I, I hate saying, you know, because it's a Spurs player, you know, who scored a fantastic goal. But 
Outrageous, outrageous the way he's... Uh, <laughs> I think he's got it between Potty's legs as well, which is even worse. But uh, yeah, it's a fantastic goal out of nothing, really. But, you know, you know, all, all got the headlines for the right reasons initially, ended up with uh, the wrong reasons, really, for getting sent off. But, you know, we came back into it. And I'm glad we got the, the equaliser before half-time because I thought, right, if we don't get it before half-time, it's going to be a tricky second half. Um, but the thing is, you you were knocking on the door though, like you hit the post, you hit the bar, yeah, um, all in yeah. the first half, and uh, you look like the more likely to take the lead, and uh, they just caught you cold a little bit with that, well, with that crazy goal. But um, yeah, they, other than that, they were. It's it's crazy to think, right? In the last ten minutes of the game, they were all over you, and you were giving away really sloppy free kicks and giving them chances. And I'm just thinking that when you had eleven men on the pitch, why weren't you? playing like this because they were causing you big trouble big problems with 10 men yeah um, do you know why because uh you know what it was um they went down to 10 men and as soon as that happened uh arteta brought willian on so we went down to 10 men as well so i think you know, oh yeah was, yeah uh, <laughs> an 10 even versus game. 10 in it really <laughs> uh, i mean um i know there was a a big well, the talking point of the game really was the penalty. Um, I don't know what you made of that, but there's been some some outrageous and uh, I guess some biased opinions I've seen online. Me personally, it's a, it's a clear pen. Yeah. So initially, like in real time, looked like a pen. Um, when they've slowed it down, Lacazette's fluffed his shot. <laughs> like he's completely made a hash of it. And uh, but then you can't deny the fact that Sanchez has fouled him. Yeah, because he's. Do you know what it is? It's um. Yeah, Lacazette absolutely fluffed his lines, but Sanchez is super reckless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a reckless challenge and there's no need for him to do that, really. He's not even actually watching where what Lacazette's doing as well. So he's not in control. He doesn't know what he's doing. And uh, yeah, I think, although some people are saying it was a bit of a soft penalty, I think it still sort of warranted it in my I mean, mind. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, there, we've seen some soft, very soft pens given. That is one of the clearer decisions by far. And I mean, I, I just want to, I need to read this back to you because it's been, um, <laughs> I keep laughing about it today. It's uh, Jamie Redknapp explaining or, you know, discussing the situation. Uh, let me read it out to you because I've, I've, <laughs> I've got it up here. He says, I think we're pretty unanimous that it wasn't a penalty. I will say that it's reckless from Sanchez, but I don't think it's a penalty. He, Michael Oliver, is the best ref there is, but they deemed it to be purely reckless and out of, ta- out of control on the tackle. Sanchez catches him knee high, but I don't think it's a penalty. He misses the ball and goes clattering into Lacazette a little bit, but it just doesn't think it doesn't warrant a penalty. He's basically saying it's not a penalty, but he catches him and it's reckless, so it is a pen. Is uh, <laughs> I, I was cracking me up today. I was uh, honestly, I was just I've been replaying that quote all day. Well, all I'm hearing there is Tottenham, 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 Tottenham. That's that's all he said there because. He's just described a, a clear penalty. Um, and I mean, I don't, I, I, at first when I saw Lacazette fluff his shot, I thought it was a bit harsh, but on the, you know, the replays show, you know, he's just very careless Sanchez and he's, he's got that in his, uh, in his locker, really. We've seen it before. Yeah. So there's no, yeah. no surprise from, from him. I want to go, um, I want to win a, who, who's going to win the most, uh, the award for the most bias, Jamie Redknapp or Jermaine Genus, because both of them are as bad as each other. They're both having a bit of a cry this weekend, don't they? <laughs> yep. Dry your eyes, mate. I know it's hard to take, but her mind has been made up. 
plenty more fish in the sea. And uh, there's me, uh, yeah, cheersing and uh, I was skipping last night and uh, yeah, just jumping for joy, really. But that's what a North London derby will do to you and take you. Uh, I think I mentioned it to you today. It takes us from 10th back into 10th. So we, uh, we're getting amazing. <laughs> You're the only team that can do that right now. It's brilliant. Well done. Pat, pat yourself on the back. Oh, I am. <laughs> there was a, another semi-controversial moment as well. That was Romella. Romella? Romella? Oh, God. Lamella. Rabona and Lamella together. Romella. Yeah, Romella. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the goal should be called. But yeah, it was Lamella getting sent off. Um, the first yellow card was a definite yellow. Again, he's got that in him, that sort of reckless, dangerous tackle. And the second one was a... A flailing arm to the face of Tierney. Mm. What did you make of that? Do you know what? Uh, I think the second one is it's probably a bit soft. I mean, I can see why, you know, an attacker does generally use his hands, you know, to get a bit of leverage and, you know, but I don't think it's, it's as intentional, but I do think you have to put it into context. He made about five fouls before that. Like, it's not just, it wasn't just the first one. So he made the first one a party and then it was like, he was like chipping away the whole game and he got quite lucky that, you know, None of the other, there weren't, there weren't any other really big fouls, but they were all little small ones. I think that one, if you've got an arm f- flailing out and he was quite far away from Tierney, that's why I think it's a second yellow. Yeah, I think he, he didn't mean it. It wasn't malicious or anything. He did catch him. I think it looked a bit worse in real time than it did in slow motion. Yeah, um, yeah. But, I give it, uh, give it to the KT to, uh, he played it up as much as he could. So I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, and I think you're right. It was a totting up process. And the, the the foul a few minutes before that, that got him the first yellow was was pretty bad. So I think Oliver, as soon as he saw that, uh, Michael Oliver, he thought, Do you know what, you're off. Because uh, he went marching over to him straight away. Gave him the yellow. That was it. Done. See you later, mate. You know, the best part of that was uh, when he did that, uh, Mourinho's face. <laughs> he just knew. He knew as soon as that happened. <laughs> I watched um, Mourinho's uh, post-match conference as well, and he he does uh, he calls out the ref a bit as well, and says, "Oh, why don't do the refs do uh, post-match interviews?" So that would be brilliant as well to actually hear a ref uh, do a post-match interview. It's a very very good point, actually. I know he's obviously being a bit cheeky there, and um, yeah, he's obviously got his grievances against the ref, but uh, he's got makes a good point. It would be really interesting to hear what the ref has to say about the decisions they make and and, and the mistakes they make across the games that mm. they, they ref. So. Yeah, maybe we, we should uh, start up a petition on that. It would definitely get, what is it, 100,000 votes as the minimum? Get it read out in Parliament, it'd be mad. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. I, I'm not quite sure which football team the Honourable Gentleman supports. Oh, oh, well, in that case, he's always a model of good behaviour. <laughs> always a model of good behaviour. Any Arsenal fan is to be commended. Maybe we might do, actually. We might start this up. That's a good idea. <laughs> So moving on to the other games of the weekend, we'll quickly round up uh, the other action. Uh, Let's start with um, a top four contender, or maybe not so much anymore, Everton. Uh, They slipped to a a 2-1 home defeat to Burnley. Yeah, and uh, surprising for that, because I thought Everton, you know, they were on a good run run of games as well. And you know what? Give props to Burnley, because they actually played quite well. Yeah, they did. And um, by good run of games, you mean losing to Chelsea. Oh, I mean, before that, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, Burnley played really well. And uh, just a shout out to Dwight McNeil for that absolute screamer that he scored. I don't know if you caught it. Yeah, uh, actually a shout out to Param Singh, who uh, looks exactly like him. Who basically is Dwight McNeil. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Param. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. absolute screamer from uh, McNeil. 
Uh, he's got that in his locker, you know. You say that, but he hasn't scored that many goals for Burnley. There's only a handful of goals that he scored. True, true. I think that I think there. I've seen one of his goals. I think earlier this season. Again, it was a bit. It was, it was from like forty yards out. I would say it's an absolute screamer. Um, yeah, that like a, was it one that came sort of like low driven shot that went in. Or I think so. I think so. Anyway, enough about Burnley and Dwight McNeil. <laughs> <laughs> Elsewhere, we saw um, Sheffield United finally uh, part ways with Chris Wilder. I know we we sort of mentioned it earlier on in the year or earlier on in, in the, the pod series that maybe it's time for him to go when they were struggling. Yeah, they finally parted ways, and uh, I read an interesting stat that said um, Chris Wilder's never lost by more than three goals. So losing five nil, uh, they must just be kicking themselves, really. But <laughs> yeah, and then he leaves, and then they lose five nil. So it's uh, yeah. I, I mean, do you know what? I feel bad for Chris Wilder. Uh, I do, and I don't because I think at this point it's so late in the season that is it you know sacking a manager now isn't going to make a difference, is it? Yeah. They're obviously searching for a new manager to take over next season in the championship. Yeah, and um, I mean Leicester again pushing on. I think I think Ian Nacho scored his first ever hat trick. Um, so you know, did you see yeah. the interview? Oh. Is that when he is like dedicating the match board to like all the mothers, Happy Mother's Day and stuff? He looked like a little scared puppy dog, man. <laughs> he didn't even want to look at Laura Woods. He couldn't even look at her when he was talking. I don't know, man. He's he's a, he's it was a funny interview. I mean, it was quite a nice message as well. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there as well. Hope you had a good day. Did you do anything special for your mother? Yeah, we watched football. North London. <laughs> yeah, that's like, I said, Mum, I'm I'll make you sit down here. We're gonna I'll make you some food after, but we're gonna watch the Northland Derby first. <laughs> Ordered a takeaway and watched the footy. It was brilliant. Very good. Sounds like a good Sunday. I know um, we had our game at 4.30 and it was followed up by another big game, Man United-West Ham. Yeah, and well, this one was interesting because obviously West Ham are, are right up there for the top four race and uh, United actually did us a favour as well because um, they uh, they got the win and uh, kept West Ham off our backs a bit. It's uh, it's interesting we say West Ham off your backs. I can't believe it still. Um, but we are playing them next week. So uh, yeah, let's hope uh, we beat them too. But yeah, a 1-0 win. Um, I think, was it an own goal that won the game? It was, yeah. I think it was Craig Dawson. Speaking of your game next week, have you uh, any update for us on your little wager with uh, with Nick? No, I tried to message him last night, but I might have caught him at a bad time because uh, <laughs> I messaged him straight <laughs> after the, the results. <laughs> Tactical message there, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'll message him again. Um, I'm sure, I'm confident he will, he will put a little wager on and... Uh, Let's see what happens next Sunday. Or was, is it Saturday? It might be. No, it's next Sunday, I think. But um, looking, looking forward to seeing you uh, running down the high street in a West Ham shirt. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Uh, and also, left it. He'll have to post it to me because I, de- I don't own one. But uh, it, w- it won't happen because we're going to win, and I think we'll win um, quite easily as well. Big shout there. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us again, guys. That's all we've got time for this week. Hit us up on all the socials at Little Less Pod. And yeah, let's see how uh, next week plays out. Because, uh, yeah, big game, Arsenal-West Ham. I think you guys well, have got Sheffield, haven't you, next week? Yeah, we're in the FA Cup still. So, yeah. Oh, no Premier League for you? Nope. Oh, that's going to be one very dedicated Guna pod next week. Can't wait. Yeah, I might as well just take the week off. <laughs> All right, we'll get uh we'll get we'll get a couple of Arsenal fans on instead. Forget you Chelsea boys.
God, it's going to be the worst episode yet. Gets the most views.